0: Listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barak. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. Hello, welcome, and thanks so much for tuning in to Productivity with Holly. It's absolutely wonderful to have you here. Today, I'm speaking with Sarah Wooden from Miko Blue Tiny Living. Sarah is a mother, advocate, mentor, and DIY master who loves all things simple, minimal, and sustainable, and she loves coffee. We're going to chat about the relationship between intention and productivity, so let's get to it. Sarah, welcome to Productivity with Holly. I am so delighted to have
1: you here. Thanks so much for having me, Holly. I'm really pleased.
0: Oh, no, my absolute pleasure. And just I'm so grateful that you're able to give me your time today so that we can have a chat about intention and productivity. Now, before we do get into it, can you just tell me a little bit about who you are, what you do and what you love?
1: Sure. So I'm Sarah. I'm a mother Advocate, mentor, mentor, and DIYer. So we actually, my husband and I together, we planned, designed, and built our own tiny house on wheels, which was our full-time home for over two years with two small kids. Um, and through that process, I've learned so much and really been able to step closer to my values. And I love now talking about all things simple, minimal, and sustainable. So that's that's my thing, and that's what I love sharing.
0: Wow. 2 years in a tiny home that with two kids nonetheless that is just incredible and what made you and your husband obviously you have strong values about you know living minimally sustainably etc what was it, what was it though that prompt that made you go hey let's do this
1: the funny thing is we didn't actually set out to go tiny. We didn't actually set out to build a tiny house on wheels. We just hit this point in life where I was just constantly overwhelmed and crying all the time. I couldn't keep up. And I'd finally start trying to deal with all the, the stuff and the clutter and realize that it was seven o'clock at night and no one had got dinner and that the washing hadn't been done for three days. And we sat down and we talked about what our, what our end goals were. And we really wanted to be as sustainable, self-sufficient as possible. And I'm not talking like growing our own wheat sort of thing there. Like I'm talking growing our fruits and vegetables, but then having to be able to preserve and process all of them. And I really wanted to homeschool. And we both knew that we weren't fulfilled by just living in our own bubbles. We really wanted to be able to contribute to other people. And so we looked at this end goal and we realised that there was no way that the amount of time that we needed to spend in our own bubble, looking after our own home, was ever going to meet that and that the way that finances and careers and all those sorts of things worked were never going to meet us to our own goals. So, we actually stepped back and we looked at what our goals were, what our values were and what the options to move forward to those goals were and we realized we had to downsize, we had to get rid of stuff and we had to think a little bit radically about finances and the way that we were stepping forward into the future. So it just popped up. It wasn't what we set out for, but it just fit. It just fit and served our needs and our purposes so beautifully. And we were able to move forward really intentionally towards those things.
0: Oh my gosh. I was not expecting that at all because like, so for those of you who don't know, I actually have a a tiny bit of a background in, uh, sustainability. I have a degree in urban and regional planning, but I was pregnant when I graduated and never made it into the workforce but so i do understand and know the principles of tiny living and most people go into it like a bullet a gate like this is what we want to do you know they they know that from the outset but you guys kind of just fell into it that's amazing and this happy accident has brought you to this place today and has it's it's almost as if it's rekindled and and forgive me i could be wrong but it, it to me it sounds like it's it's rekindled passions and made you more aware of things and obviously one of them being living intentionally would that be correct
1: yeah absolutely it's really um the thing the thing that i've found really interesting is our end goal has shifted just a little bit but what living in a tiny house has really forced us to do is assess all of our values and make sure that we weren't just hanging on to old dreams for the sake of hanging on to old dreams and values. You know, we were really testing our values and making sure that we were definitely aligning with all of those things. So it's been a really helpful testing process as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So obviously values, they would tie into intention. So can you just explain to us a little bit more about intention?
1: Yeah, sure. So to me, intention is about learning to bring awareness into our daily actions. So intention to me is just a little bit different to a goal. So the goal is the end thing or the end, the the milestone along the pathway. The intention supports that goal um, and the intention is, is action within alignment with our values. It's a manifestation of our values that moves us towards the end goals. So... For me, it's learning to focus on the now as part of the big picture. So thinking about the who, what, where, why, you know, all of that stuff. Thinking about where we want to go in the future in a whole bunch of different aspects. So, you know, that's personal, that's health, that's relationships and business and, you know, all of that stuff. And it's actually looking at the focus now. And if we're, if we can open our eyes each day and make sure that we're focusing on that end picture and what we can do about that today.
0: Oh, I've, I've, I've just, I've never thought about, and, and this is what I love about speaking with people is that it's instantly just opening my eyes and my ears and my heart to new ways of achieving things and, and achieving my goals. And yeah, it's just incredible. Ah, oh, wow. I'm just sitting here scratching my head thinking of all the things. <laughs> so, okay. So, How do you know to establish intentions?
1: So I think the first thing is to know what your values are. Um, Now, some people have asked what are your values and they don't know. So the first thing I would ask there is if you were to sit down and remove everyone else's expectations, what is really important to you and look at that list? And then I would ask um, who do you look up to? and what are the common the common themes between their characters and their goals and their lifestyle and look at those lists together and hopefully you can actually spot the values the things that are really important to you when you remove everyone else's expectations and you just you just get excited about the concepts that excite you if that makes sense and then i think the other part of setting in- intentions is really knowing what your long term outcome is and making sure that they match with the values. So on a daily basis, what that can mean is just each day asking yourself what one thing you can focus that moves you closer to those values and moves you closer to those goals. And that's not to say that every day is going to be perfect. You know, just because you've got an intention that you want life to live a certain way, it doesn't mean that every day is going to be perfect and productive and in alignment with those things. Sometimes we just need to step inside ourselves and rest and reassess and recharge. But if we can focus each day on just one thing that moves us closer to those values, to me that's intention. It's looking at the day and working at how we can add add a step or learn something new or change a thought process into each day.
0: <sighs> that's, that's got me right right in the heart. It's got me right in the feels. It's, it makes so much sense when you explain it like that. So much sense. I think that I need to be like, I I thought that I had a pretty good understanding of, you know, how I move through my days, but I think I'm leaving out intention, unintentionally leaving it out. I shouldn't say I've never really thought about it. I've actually, in recent times, was made aware of Kelly Deals in America. She's a feminist marketer, and I have realised that there had been things that I've been doing in my life and my business that didn't align with my values. And so, in realising that, I have actually stepped back. I've gone back into my My Goals Planner where. Right at the beginning and just excuse me while I actually flick to this page because I think it's important that I do recognise right now that I have got my values down in on pen and paper. And, and, and I know that when I was setting up the Organised Biz Village, That was about the time that I had stumbled across Kelly Deals, thanks to um, two other wonderful women in business Sophie Timothy from Sister Sister Scout and also Anna Rogan from Anna Rogan Copywriting. And through finding Kelly, I've gone back to my values and realized well, hang on a second. The way that I'm doing business right now, it's not ticking all of my boxes, it's not meeting all of my own. Inherent values, and I think that is that was when I realized that I am not putting enough intention into my business. I am, you know, there's pardon this saying, but there's more than one way to skin a cat. And you know, I'd learned like I I had these values before I started my business, and I'd learned all of these things. Because that's, you know, what is taught, only to get this to this point in my business. So I'm nearly two years in, and I'm like, hang on a second, this just isn't sitting right with me. What is going on? And finding that and coming back to look at my values, that has it has it's brought intention back to the surface. And I am now conducting my business with intention. It's not that I didn't feel good about it before, but I want to say that the heart was missing. I was the the real heart, the real joy and spark that I get was missing, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I think it's, it's really easy to do if we're just focusing on the long term goal and then getting lost in the rhythm of each day. If we don't actually step back and look at, okay, well, does this thing align with my values? Does this thing align with my goals? You know, it's, it's really interesting when people set, you know, and they go, oh, you know, January is coming up, New Year's resolutions. Okay, well, that's a goal. You might set a five-year goal or, you know, a yearly goal. But what if you thought about that? today. Mm. And you went, okay, well, how can I actually draw something out of that and actually intentionally work towards that thing every day? If if you've got a goal, why do we put it off rather than actually starting to act with some intention and drawing those things? And that's not to say that you're going to nail it at first. Mm. You know, it's just baby steps. Each day we look at it and go, okay, well, what can, what, what worked yesterday? What didn't work yesterday? What steps us a little bit further today
0: yes absolutely and I'm actually people look at me and think that I'm a bit crazy when I say that I don't do resolutions that I start planning for my the next year like three months in advance I'm like well yes it's a new year but we have a new Monday every week we have a new Tuesday every week we get a new month every month, you know, like I just I think that so much emphasis is placed on this fresh start of a new year and, hello, let's look at what's happened to 2020, um, you know, like it's it's a why, I think, what's the saying? I think it's like why put off till tomorrow what you can do today, you know. It's just and I'm not perfect. I am 100% saying it right now. I am not perfect. There are lots of things that, Yes, I do actually put them off because I'm telling myself stories inside my head, but I can acknowledge that and I know that one day, again, I will be ready, you know, and it's just that right now or, you know, whether it's right now in this moment or right now, whenever that right now is, it's obviously my, I shouldn't say obviously, but it feels like, my subconscious or something is telling me that it's not the right time. So, you know, that could be completely wrong. It could be, you know, just you know something that I'm telling myself. But I, I do think that that sometimes we do just have to um, just kind of go with it and trust ourselves, but also at the same time go go at it with intention. So, okay. So, wow, this is, this is really deep. (laughs) I'm loving it. Uh, so, okay. So intention and productivity, how then do they relate to one another?
1: Great question. Um, this was something that I was, I had to mull over a little bit and actually think, okay, so how do they relate? And so what I realise is it's hard to be productive if we don't know what we're aiming for, right? So that's talking about that long-term goal again. But intention works the other way as well because it puts that deliberate focus into each day supporting the long-term goal. So when we're living with intention and we're looking at our goals with intention and our days with intention, we bring more focus into it. There's less floundering and less overwhelm because we know exactly what our values are what we're aiming for and we're being a little bit more aware around the actions that we're putting in so because of that I think that leads to more productivity because we're we're just floundering around less we know what we're aiming for and we know the way that's going to feel and the way that we can bring those themes into the day and what's really important to us because I think you know we, we were just talking about um putting things off and if things aren't they're not strong, they're not powering you on, they're really hard to do. So it's really hard to be productive when deep down somewhere in your gut, somewhere in your soul, you know, however you want to term that, if we know that it doesn't actually align, if we know that it doesn't excite us, we can't be productive. Well, I mean, maybe you can if you're a really hard worker and you're really just like, all right, we just have to do this. But for most people, they're not going to be as productive when they're working on something that Just doesn't feel right, than when they are working on something that does feel right, and it's gonna feel right when you know that aligns with your values, and you know that that is supporting the long term goal.
0: Yes, absolutely, definitely, and and I think too that that what people often think, and it's it's a societal expectation, is that if you're not constantly on the go, you're not being productive, and you know, that resting is not being productive. And, look, I'm guilty of this with my husband. I tell him, you know, I'm just like, oh, get up, you're being lazy, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, in actual fact, he probably does need to rest. Um, And I think that, you know, if we're not protecting and recognising that rest is also productive, then that's fundamentally going to crush our intention and our values.
1: There's actually a really awesome book. Um, if you haven't read 168 Hours by Laura Vanderkam, um, it's a fantastic book and she actually talks about a whole bunch of different statistics in there around how we've we've equated busy with success and with productivity. And in an office environment, for example, people are frowned upon if they're not putting in, you know, 38, 40, 45 hours because, well, you're not working hard enough. And how are you ever going to climb the ladder and, you know, achieve your goals if you're not working hard? But in actual fact, our productivity from an output perspective actually hasn't increased as the hours have increased because there's there's so many more time wasters now where making justification for having to work that many hours rather than looking at a goal and intentionally just doing it and then being able to move on sort of thing. So it's a really awesome book for people who are sort of thinking about that from a a habit or a work perspective of normalising busy and normalising um, just yeah, it's, 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 an interesting, it's an interesting exercise into thinking about intention and productivity and time and how they're actually sort of different. And we need to think about the way they go together and what we're actually trying to achieve.
0: Yes, absolutely. So just so to clarify, that was a, the book is called 168 Hours and it's by Laura Vanderkamp. Is that correct?
1: Yes. So the subtitle of the book is You Have More Time Than You Think. So, there's it's brilliant for entrepreneurs, but I think equally good for people who are just trying to be more productive and focused with their time because there's a lot of uh, she's done a brilliant job of bringing a whole bunch of research and case studies into the book and looking at different examples of different people and how you know, CEO of a multi-million dollar company still manages to train for a marathon and be at their kid's ballet recital because they're looking at it with intention. They're going, I want to achieve this thing and I want to achieve this thing. And they're intentionally bringing in the processes that they need to do those things rather than normalising necessarily just working 60 hours sort of thing.
0: And that is one thing that I actually don't want. I don't want to work even in my own business. And I know that being an entrepreneur it is a little bit different but having worked in corporate having worked in retail and having you know worked for somebody else and see what other people are putting in uh, no because i want to i do i want to be there for my daughter's school assemblies i want to be there to take her on excursions i want to be able to pick her up at, you know, whatever school finish time is for school these days. Um, And that's it. Like I don't want to be working into the ground. I want to work four days a week from like 10 o'clock till 3 o'clock and that's it, you know. It's 25 hours a week and, yes, there are going to be some hard yards put in at the beginning and throughout, of course. That's natural. That is only natural. But I think, yeah, like you said, having those goals, having those intentions to achieve those goals is what is going to make it possible.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's, um, I was actually talking to um, someone about that recently and it comes down to like, from a business perspective, you know, building your own business, there's no point building a business that requires 10 hours of your time a day if that's actually not the intention of what you're trying to bring out of it. So if we look at what's going in and thinking about it with intention, does this align with, does this create the outcome that I'm looking for? And, you know, that's why sometimes it can be overwhelming in the advice spectrum. You know, there's so many people talking about different things and putting so much advice out there, especially in the small business world. But we need to look at all of that by advice and make sure that it matches up with our intention and our values, because there is some brilliant advice out there. It might not fit the outcome that you're trying to make, though. And that's where we need to give ourselves permission to be really intentional with what advice we take on and who we listen to and who we work with and who we accept advice from, making sure that it actually fits with what we're trying to create. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, a big, resounding, yes, absolutely. Now, we've talked so much about productivity and intention, but I want to know just one thing. What is your number one productivity tip?
1: My number one tip would be to break down the big chunks into little chunks and pick just one thing to action. I know if I look at a big goal and I try to work on that big goal, it's easy to get overwhelmed and overcome by the task and feel like I'm not big enough or strong enough to work on that goal. So, to be productive, I know that I'm most productive when I break things down into small chunks. I typically aim for about an hour because that's about what I can fit in with the girls being happy. So, I typically try to break things down into a 1-hour chunk and just pick that one task to action. That what's that what's the next best step what's that next one that one next thing that's going to move me forward
0: oh perfect I absolutely love it and that's that's the thing you are working around your girls who are home with you you homeschool them you run a business you have to do what works for you not what is you know said by everyone so I'm so glad to hear that now Sarah just want to say thank you so much for your time today. But before we go, can you just tell everybody where they can find you?
1: Yep, definitely. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook and Pinterest with the same handle at Miko Blue Tiny Living. Or you can check out my website, which is Miko Blue, dot com, um, And you'll find all of my blogs and links to all my other resources there as well.
0: Oh, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Now, everybody, those links um, will be in the show notes a bit later on but sarah thank you again so much for your time and sharing with us today about intention and productivity take care stay safe bye thanks bye wow chatting with sarah was for me both grounding and electrifying i still have goosebumps. Sarah's passion for and knowledge of leading and fulfilling a sustainable life led by intention is so inspiring. I've got a few key takeaways, so I'm going to go through them right now. The first one is that Sarah says that intention is about bringing awareness into our daily actions but that intentions are actually different to a goal. The intentions we have support the end goal. So intention is action within alignment of our values. And in turn, these intentions help to achieve the goal. And to quote Sarah, what if you thought about that goal today? How can You intentionally work towards that thing every day. If you've got a goal, why do we put it off rather than actually starting to act with some intention? And that makes so much sense. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is, what day of the week, what month of the year, what year it is. Like, don't wait till New Year's Day. Don't wait until Monday. Don't wait until, you know, tomorrow. Just do it. And Sarah also says that it's hard to be productive if we don't know what we're aiming for. But intention works the other way. It puts that deliberate focus into each day and in turn, it goes on supporting that long-term goal. And Sarah's number one tip her number one productivity tip is to break down the big chunks into little chunks and just pick one thing to action. I love it. She said she works in one hour blocks usually um, because that's about how long her girls will stay happy together. And you know, you're just chipping away with intention. Now you can find Sarah on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Just search for Miko blue, tiny living, or head to www.micoblue.com. Now these will all be in the show notes a little bit later on. And that concludes this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you would like productivity and podcast goodness delivered to your inbox, head on over to www.maydayva.com.au. If you're on a computer, pop your details in the pop-up when it appears. And if you're on a mobile, just scroll down a little bit to find it on the page and enter your details. If you would like to book in for one-on-one coaching, head to the coaching section of my website for more information. And if you want to see what I get up to in between episodes, come and catch me on Instagram Just search for Mayday VA. And if you missed out, the Organized Biz Village will open up again later in 2021. So if you'd like to pop your name on the wait list, head to organizedbizvillage.com.au to get the updates. But that's it. Time for me to go. Take care. Stay safe. And I look forward to your company next time. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps to build the like, know and trust factor and helps me to reach more people. To find out more about how I can help you maximise productivity in your business, head to www.madeava.com.au. And if you'd like to see what I'm up to on a more regular basis, come on over and join me on Instagram. You can find me at MaydayVA. Thanks again for letting me share this time with you today. I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.